Hey everyone, this is The Valet Show, where we park knowledge into your brain. Today joining us is Jared Wiley and Kaylee McDowell. Hey everyone, and thank you, Maya. Salutations, valued listeners. Our million dollar question today is, should President Andrew Jackson remain on the $20 bill? We will now have our guests state their viewpoints with their opening statements. Jared? It is my personal belief that Andrew Jackson was a great president with numerous achievements. It's because of all that he did for the American people during his time and his lasting efforts that he deserves to have his visage impressed upon the $20 bill. What about you, Kaylee? That's good and all, but I do not believe that you've analyzed the entire situation. Yes, he did many great things, but did you ever think of, ever think of the mistakes and maybe the wrongdoings that got him to where he did? Take the tale of Trail of Tears, for example, because many Indian tribes refused to leave, President Jackson forced them to move west, despite him not having any relation with the land other than his own profit. Things like this are the reasons why I feel that his portrait should not remain on the $20 bill. Thank you both for your input. Now let's get into more detail about his presidency. Let's start with, do you think President Andrew Dac Jackson was a good president? If you take a minute to look over every good and bad thing, don't you think the mistakes he made outweigh the good he did? On ushistory.com, it suggested that the Jacksonian era was just another American revolution. I think they are accurate in the sense that Jackson angered many people with his actions even before he was president, and I feel strongly that most people have decided to push away my side of the argument to recognize him as, quote, the king. As I can conceive that the man had made some mistakes, which is, com which is a common occurrence, especially for men, he still has many achievements that can be attributed to his name. One of these many achievements is the founding of the modern Democratic Party. This resulted in a more democratic American government. He was heavily opposed to government spending on private sources. This, this entails him not endorsing spending on businesses that could be harmful to the American populace and spending on the banks. Hmm, both of your answers sound very intelligent and reasonable. What are some pieces of compelling evidence for the risky decisions that Jackson made as a president? President Jackson was elected during a revolutionary time for America. During his election, America began industrializing and pulling away from the agricultural elite utopian ideal that the formerly living and formerly present Thomas Jefferson had envisioned for the southland of a country. While President Jackson was not privy to industry and did not put any government funding into the process, he did not put his energy heavily into making a government that treated the he did put his energy into make, making government that treated the American people better. You talk about the energy he put into making the making of this country, but he did not put enough energy into the decisions he made to try and help the country. Do you really think that the energy put forth is the most important aspect of being a president? Because I sure don't. The decisions he made were good at times, but the way he went about them hurt the country more than it did it any good. Let's talk about the spoils system. Jackson thought it would be better for the people to create a rotation in government officials so they could stay more connected to the people. But in the end, this plan ended in corruption. He still thought that he did the right thing because he knew he was only helping himself by doing so. He just used, quote, the people as an excuse to get more people, powerful people on his side. Energy is very important in my opinion. Energy is a very strange source that barely anyone knows how to manage properly. And having the will to put your efforts into something bigger than yourself is most certainly an amazing occurrence, at least in my opinion. You already had your time, please be more respectful. So after stating this, it made, made me remember, Kaylee, that you'd mentioned in the Trail of Tears right off the bat in your opening statement. I'm interested to hear your opinion on a, on a specific question regarding that. Was the Trail of Tears really Jackson's fault, given he wasn't president when it occurred? Wow, that is a good question, Maya, so thank you. I feel that the Trail of Tears was his fault. It doesn't matter if he was president or not when it occurred. He made it happen. It was his actions that he performed, whether he admitted it or not. 
But my knowledge of this topic, it was clearly stated that the Indians or Native Americans suffered from his actions. Many people pro-Jackson, including himself, called it a relocation, but that was just sugarcoated from the truth. The truth that these was that these tribes had suffered and had been forced from their homes just because Jackson did not want them on that land anymore. All he was focused on was quote growth of his country as well as the amount of profit he as well as settlers could get off this land. That's it. President Jackson was solely interested in appeasing the American people. This is very evident. This means that you can put as much blame onto the American people and since there was appeasement to the American people, it shows why he was brought the bill. The challenge has happened while Jackson was not in office, so it was most likely not connected to his administration. While one may argue that steps allegedly were taken during his time as time for action, I personally believe it should not be placed on him. Well, I think it does. Aren't the Native Americans people too? This has been a fun turn of events. Can we get another round of applause for Jared Wiley and Caitlin McDowell? It's truly been a, a pleasure to be with you here today. Thank you all for coming to the Valet Show where we park knowledge into your brain. I'll see you all next week as we dive into more juicy details about our country's past.